Rupture. Here's Gabe Neitzel. No! They tried. They fought. Team didn't give up. That's about all you can say. At least offensively, they didn't give up. And I'm sure we're going to have a long conversation about... Jordan Love coming in at the end of the game. Different Botabox wine line number for you tonight as we originate out of ESPN Milwaukee. So it's 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. That is the number for the Botabox wine line. But before we get to any of that, before we get to you on the wine line, before we get to Homer, yeah. before we get to me, we get Can't to wait. the Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher as every Green Bay Game Day postgame show starts with Tausch's opening statements. All right, boys. Uh, So tonight it looked like this was going to be the same old Packers this 2022 season. Down 13-0, turnover. Do you have any fight in you? And they did. And they fought and they competed. Well, the offense did. As uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't interrupt during the opening statement. That's on me. Yeah, you can always chime in. As we look at it, Here's the problem with this team. Uh, There is nothing complimentary about it. They can't put two good halves together. They can't play complimentary football. It is a bunch of individuals that are out there trying to do their own thing. And offensively, I give this team a ton of credit. I loved what Keyshawn Nixon did in the return game. There's a lot of, for being a demoralizing game like it was, There's a lot of positives and a lot of things you take out of here. Now recognizing this season's done. This season's over. We're not making – it's not some – you kind of thought today, at least I did, if you can find a way to beat the 9-1 Eagles. The Rams stink. They've mailed it in. The Bears, quarterback, you don't know if he's going to play. All of a sudden you thought maybe, but you needed to win today. And they didn't. And I think now the question marks are going to be, should Jordan Love play? and all the other things, but the run defense is atrocious. It has not gotten any better. And to give up 330-plus yards running in an NFL game? 363 to be exact. Whatever. (laughs) Anything over 330, you might as well. Whatever. I thought over 200 was bad, but now (laughs) it's 330. Okay, all right. Well, thanks. I said 330, like three – Homer, like 331 bad enough. But that's where we're at. This defense, it has been – I was wrong. Mina Kimes is wrong. There are a lot of people that were wrong, and it is a combination of scheme, coaching, and players. The group just isn't very good. And that's a hard thing to say when you have seven or eight first-round picks and all the stuff that you have. It isn't very good. This team isn't very good. This team is inconsistent. But at least we saw fight. We Now we're, we're begging for that. We saw it. But this is who this team is. This team cannot find ways to win games. They consti- consistently find ways to lose games. And that's why they're at where they're at. And it is just a complete crap 
weekend from a Wisconsin sports standpoint. Whoa! And I'm glad it's over. What do you no, mean? I'm glad it's over. No, Giannis, what do you mean? What well, I mean, mean because I mean from a football standpoint, sure, but you know, Giannis they got, did. Yeah, they got Giannis did new head coach. Giannis did great things. Um, what do you mean that the the head coach at Wisconsin's the most positive thing by far? Nobody saw Homer, that coming. No, I thought he was available. First of all. I, I, We'll talk about that, but I'm saying Wisconsin loses the axe. We gag oh, away oh, a game yesterday, okay. right. and I'm just talking results on the field. Sorry, yeah. And I then what track. we saw today was just a reaffirmation of what this team has been all season. Can't be surprised at all. I'm actually really happy with the offense because you've said it all year on this show, 17 points. And today, whoo! Well, this you know was why. a juggernautic, and you felt Mr. like, Watson. wow. That's, that's, the, that's the difference. Yeah. So there is, there's optimism that you can find, but not the optimism we expect. We expect greatness, and now we're just looking for any rays of hope. And at least we got that, but this season is, the season's lost. It's over. We, was it. we can dive more into details on this, but I just want to set the standard early before we get to the Budamox wine line at 800-990-3776. I want to go around. Is Aaron Rodgers done for the season? And was tonight the last time we saw Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform? Uh, no. It is not the last time you'll see him in a Packers uniform. Um... As far as I, Gabe, I know you hate this. If he is healthy, he will still play. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. I don't know what his oblique slash rib slash thumb scenario is going to be. I think if that Packers are being honest with you at four and eight, they'd love to see more of Jordan Love the rest of the way. But, and I think they're hoping that they're able to do that. Gabe, you said and before never we went on that. the air, what what solves all that? Yeah. Problem, so I I think. So I, it, it seemed very interesting to me, Taush, that Ian Rappaport had the story today about, oh, Aaron Rodgers' thumb. And I'm not doubting his thumb is as bad as Ian Rappaport is saying is. I think it is that bad because that would explain why we've seen some of the wobblers and some of the bad passes that we inexplicably have not seen out of Aaron Rodgers as of late. But I think that story coming out kind of set the table for if we had the result that we just had, Packers falling to the Eagles 40-33. to I think they know the season's over. I think he knows the season's over. Even as competitive as he is, he can't talk himself into, okay, I can. we can still run the table, make the playoffs. I think he knows it's over, and I think he's going on IR. And that was before the oblique. And if it's anything... I mean, if anybody listening follows baseball at all, you know, any pitcher that gets like an oblique injury, that's six to seven weeks. Like, and that's just minor oblique injury. So my guess is the thumb just kind of compounding with the oblique. He's going to be placed on IR at some point this week, and it's going to be the Jordan Love show for the final five games of the season. I I can join that club. And I mean, this was a great start for him. Off to a great start. In terms of him trying to show if he can be a starting quarterback in this league, this uh, is Gabe, he, he is looked decisive. Any, he looked uh, real good. Yeah, are are there any fans out there of the Packers that don't want to see Jordan Love the rest of the way at this point? I there are a few people that think raccoons should ruin the own the world. So, uh, but I would say the it's a uh, very pull it. It's a oh, it's gonna be eighty nine. Yeah, it's gonna be eighty ninety percent. Yeah, I think. Well, I, 
but it sounds crazy to say it's the way the sea. I mean, if you'd have said this in August, you'd, people would have told you. You're well, nuts. of course, yeah, but they're four and eight, and I it's know. it's worth giving a look. And I have been in the camp of firmly. I think the Packers made their decision already on Jordan Love. Otherwise, they don't give Aaron Rodgers the contract extension that they gave him. But now you're reevaluating everything, and if he is showing yeah. enough growth. Then maybe that makes some different, you make some different decisions get, going forward. If he plays well, if you still have Rodgers, then you can trade, trade him. him away. Mm-hmm. The point is, there's no reason to play Rodgers. Correct. He's old. He's hurt. So just like you said, put him on IR and it's over. And then it's Jordan Love time. And yeah. again, I was impressed with the way he played tonight. 800-990-3776. We start on the Boda Box Wine Line with Sugar Free. Sugar Free. You're on the Green Bay Game Day Post Game Show. Hey, gentlemen. Um, yeah, that was the most pathetic run defense I think I've ever seen in my whole life. I've seen worse. The, and, the Kaepernick and in the playoffs. Kaepernick was worse. 49ers playoff yep. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's in the same league. Well, the fact that we can talk about within the last decade, not even just like, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. No, you've probably seen worse. And not only have you seen worse, you've seen worse from your favorite but team, I, Sugar But I think, I think the tackling in this game was the worst I've ever seen. I don't think they were near yeah. close and enough to Kaepernick. Including to a number, yeah, including a number one linebacker pick in this year's draft. He can't he, he tackle. Pathetic tonight. No, he can't tackle. He but can't. he can run. He can do other stuff. He but. can run. Yep, you got it, Homer. Um, and uh, I'm not. I'm yeah. not giving and up then, on him. By the way, then they had a solution. Hey, wait, wait, wait. They had a solution, as you see. They put five men up there, and they contained the run. And then they backed off that. What? Barry needs to be asked by Wilby. You asked Wilby to ask him what happened there. You contained them in the mid, in the uh, middle of the second quarter. They were they brought five right. guys on that line he, and they contained sugar them. free. He's and done. Then they br- and then sugar they free. Yeah, he's I mean done. it doesn't matter. He's the defensive coordinator only for the rest of the year. He's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's not surviving this. No, you can't survive 363 yards. On 7.4 yards per carry. Unless you're an offensive guy and you're the coach at the <laughs> University of Michigan. Isn't it Rodriguez at Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah. No, this was uh, – I is it a record for, like, against the Packers or something? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm sure somebody sixty-three yards. I, I'm sure somebody will tweet that in, or I, I will scour Twitter to see. I'm sure somebody's I mean, going to have that before the end of the night. At the end, end of, of the night. game, they knew they were going to run. Uh-huh. It was what third? And no, four? it's oh. so, Gabe. It's the most right. since 1977, which is the year I was born. The Bears had 375, so it's been 45 wow. years. Lincoln's mullet. That would have been. Uh, I believe that would have been uh, Bart Starr. I said early in the day. Do you my my tweet. It's football. Uh, people need to see what it was like. That's a hey, Homer, star how, team. Homer. Yeah. How dumb am I? I jumped on prize picks this afternoon or tonight. Yeah. And I had Jalen Hurts. Well, they're not going to let him beat him with his legs. <laughs> I took the under. Like, what an oh, idiot I am. Wait. 58 <laughs> yards. And oh, I took man. the under. And it was over by the first drive. I'm. I'm not. I was beat. I'm not picking on anybody regarding predictions. I'm firing myself. I'm banning myself from predictions for a certain period of times, um, uh, because you, nothing was more stupid than picking the Packers to win. And I well, did. But, so. but here's the thing, and we appreciate the call, sugar free. Like picking the Packers to win doesn't seem. As dumb the way that they played. Yeah. They had all kinds of looks. I mean, yeah. I mean, mean, picking the under on the Hurts thing. Yeah. I mean, again, that was. That was dumb. The under. That was really dumb. 
I mean, he had 100 yards in dumb. the first quarter. Yeah, it was you a just, dumb move. Kid, you just have lived <laughs> as we have with when things go bad, you accept them to get better. This year, things go bad, and then they just get even worse. Look, at as bad as his run defense is, and that's a problem because I believe that Joe Barry doesn't think that run defense is as important as stopping the pass given the nature of the NFL. In theory, no one ever thought 363. Even with Joe Barry. There's no way. It's almost as if he had no idea that Jalen Hurts was a mobile quarterback. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, I'm Cause, not cause, sure. Because you, right. you would think after, after Tosh loses his prize picks yeah. on the very first possession, and he's over 60 yards already, after one possession, you'd go... All right, maybe we try to mix in a little bit more well, zone. I don't think Philly had that as the plan, but he was so open, they just ran oh, it yeah. a couple more times. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, no, 363 gets you fired. Does he get fired before the end of the year? I say no. I mean, he's getting fired at the end of the year No, anyway. I, w- I would fire him and, and let somebody else and see what difference you get from the defense with somebody else. It, it can also be that the players so you just could, aren't good. So you, so would you do it this week, or would you wait until after the Bears game and have your no, no, defensive I, coordinator I, install whatever for the final? No, four? I, I do it right now. Okay, three sixty three. You don't. You don't. You, don't oh, you got the bye week coming up. Now you play the Bears. Let let Justin Fields if he plays gash Barry in the defense again. Then say, <laughs> all right, deuces B. Tosh, you're not this mean. You're not this mean. Take that back. Hey, he's just stating facts. No, he's stating facts. Homer, he's just stating facts. Facts, fine, but it's well, me. Homer, I, I, Steve, I, I, I wasn't the one that said, "Hey, let's let Jalen Hurts run for 153 yards." And the this was this was Wisconsin playing like New Mexico yes. State. Yes, I don't. And, have, in my and life, then at the end ahead. of the game, this always drives me nuts. You know they're running the ball. Bring everybody down and just say, you know what? If they throw a touchdown pass over our head, great. I'm not letting them get 10 yards. Make them. Uh, and that's the part. Uh, the other part is just sickening, too. I think all of us watching, it, it just it didn't look like anybody could tackle. Everybody is taking it on. You know how you watch the 49ers play or you watch some yeah. of these other teams and play? I, and I, and they're they physical. Are, they're fast. They are laying a, they're laying a thump. You see it. And out here... It's like, okay, Miles Sanders, yep, run into my chest and so, bury me for five yeah, and more I would yards. The biggest, I would consider trading Jair Alexander. We can, yeah, get, we can not, get into that. He's not that good, but, and yeah, he, does things, honest, they, he does to, things that I've tell me he doesn't on, care about winning. Yeah, I've been on his depoy campaign before his injury last year. I have not done that this year. I wanted to see how he came back. I still think he is a very good cover corner, but I do don't see the same willingness to get in there and make plays. He's just not putting his nose in there like he had in the past. Well, because that's so how he got I hurt. I don't know. I don't know if that's a psychological. I don't know, but he has not been the guy. Razul Douglas has not been the guy. Devontae Campbell has not been the guy. I love Kenny Clark. He has not been the guy. Those are all the guys that I looked at and said. Boom, boom, boom. All pros. Bing, bing, bing. Getting paid big money. You need to be our dogs. Rashad Gary was a dog when he was playing. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Preston Smith, he been okay. He been okay. Yeah, he had been great. Hear. He hadn't even been. So all of that, some of the other guys, everybody's getting on Quay Walker. Quay Walker's a rookie. 
I'm not expecting him to be right. the next Mike Singletary this year. He needs to be better. But your dogs got to be dogs, and they ain't. And that's why we're sitting here giving up 363 yards to Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia is a good team. Very limited on defense. Very limited. I mean, you saw Green Bay with this offense torch them tonight. I like this version of Tosh, This is a game, if your defense is any good tonight, you win this game going away. He's just mad because he wishes he could have been on an offensive line. That got to do what Philly got to do today. Ugh, they just mauled. Oh no, we were able to do. We we oh, were with able to do that. Green? No, yeah. Oh yeah. But you guys mauled Homer. This was this was a just from this was all schematic, player wise effort. Yeah. You're I thought the new, the new guy was, was the best out. guy, wasn't he? And, Is it Holland? And, Who, uh, he was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you look good, Holland. Him and Rudy Ford. <laughs> yeah. Rudy Ford has been great. Yeah. Keyshawn Nixon, uh, get these guys out there. Yep. You know the good news tonight? I didn't see Sam Watkins out there much. It's now Christian Watson, Randall Cobb, Lazard. Hey, we're starting. Now get Romeo Dobbs back. This was my thinking this morning. I'm thinking, you know what? All right, Wisconsin's getting a new football coach. There are a lot of things going on. What if Green Bay a win tonight, even after that debacle Thursday night, a win tonight? The schedule lays out where you're going to be able to get Dobbs back and you maybe get Devontae Campbell back. You legitimately could have had some aspirations. If you come out of here 5-7 and seven tonight with what Seattle did today and some things fell your way, all of a sudden the belief in what's going on and look at the offense, Christian Watson, another 100-yard mm-hmm. game, another tutter. Romeo Dobbs gets back. Your, your running backs are balling. Your O-line is run blocking better. They're solidifying some things. I was crazy enough to think, huh. But what I keep forgetting is that this defense just isn't very good. Yep. I keep coming yeah. back because all off season, I programmed myself to think, this is going to be good. And I just went through why it isn't, and that's why I thought it would be. Hey. So shame on me. I'm donezo. Uh, this season, I want to see development. I want to see growth. But I'm no longer – the whole idea of playoffs and anything else – Let's stop. I don't want to hear it anymore. By the way, there's only one myself. number that'll be remembered from this game forever. Forever. 363. 363. Yeah. It's not fourth and 26 because you're four and seven, but 363. It's a lot. Remember it forever. Since 1977. Dom Capers. Get yeah. off him. Get off any defensive player. Fire Patton? No, nah, Patton never uh-uh. did this. No, no. We got 363. <laughs> Barry's new name. It's 363. 800-990-3776. You're lining up. We get to you. We take your calls on the Box wine line. Packers season is essentially over. They fall to the Eagles on the road tonight, 40-33. to Your calls on the Box wine line. Coming up next on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Dylan up the middle, A.J. Dillon to the end zone, touchdown. 
Packers fall tonight, 40-33. Give up a 40-burger on the road to the Philadelphia Eagles. If you didn't think it was over before tonight, well, uh, you're probably coming around to think no, it's over. No, you still don't think over. it's over. If you didn't think it was over before tonight, you probably still don't think it's over. <laughs> still holding on yeah. some sort of hope. Uh, we do have some text here on the Box one line, 800-990-3776. Play love from now on. Rodgers needs to retire. That's from the 262. Uh, someone here in the 414 would fire Barry on the plane ride home. And Christian Sheboygan says, if we parted ways with Barry now, you could bring in a new coordinator and Jim Leonard right away. <laughs> or would installing a defense not be possible sure. to have an offseason to do so? Wait a minute. No, I think Jer- is it Jerry Gray. Wildey's been talking a lot about Jerry Gray being yeah. the guy yeah. uh, to to kind of step in. And I would think that that's the route that'll happen yep. if Joe Barry gets relieved of his duties, which, listen, uh, everybody understands this business is tough. Uh, it's cutthroat and it's results based, and the results suck. So, uh, I'm not no, an advocate. Yeah. I'm not a big fire guy in the middle of the season guy. But if you're going to do it, I mean, this has just been atrocious. When it's just been bad. I, I, there's a rule I have that you can you can be bad and keep your job when you embarrass people. It's a different standard, and things can happen immediately. This was embarrassing. historically mm-hmm. embarrassing. Yeah, that's bad. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. We go to Paul and Madison. Paul, you're on the Green Bay Game Day post game show. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we got we got a we got a laughing stock for a defense. We got a broken quarterback, but we got a kick returner. I'm excited. Yeah, first time in a long. Well, what number are you at? How many wins are you at now? That's what I want to know. Oh I, well, well, I have a strategy here, Homer. So. Let me, since I've been right now for almost two months about this team and losing teams. <laughs> I can't losing believe teams, you've been right this long. about losing teams. <laughs> no, he has I been. He has been. Losing yeah. teams, I know. I... The losing team, losing teams tease you. Every now and then, they, they don't play yeah. bad every week. Every now and then, they have a half that's good, but they always figure out a way in the end to Blow do what it. they're yep. going to do. So yep. well give, me, give me a little bit of rope here about what I've been trying to emphasize for over a month, because I think it is the only que- other than the head coach issue, which is lurking. But the only real question that matters now is the identity of the next quarterback and how are you going to get him? I, San Francisco, by the way, would be the perfect place to trade Rodgers. They'll never do it because they don't want to hand a team in their conference a Super Bowl. I, I, Paul, you got, Paul you got, I'm just going to cut you off here for a second because I, I, I want you to know that this is this was what something that Adam Schefter told us on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We have Adam Schefter every week at 7.30. He said he talked to some people because the first time we had him on, he said he wanted to look in, try to find out more details behind the Aaron Rodgers contract. He said the people that he talked to said it's basically untradeable. Now, if somebody really wanted to get Even something... Even after June 1st? Eh, but that's kind of why it's untradeable. Yeah, right. Because, it, because it, if, if, you, if somebody really wanted to get it done, I suppose you could get it done... But he thinks he well, he is Adam Schefter, who is as good as anybody at doing this in the league, yep. is operating as if that is an untradeable contract. Okay, all right, that that may be. I I I, I never believe that there, if there's a will, there's a way. If Bill Belichick really wanted him, I think that he could get him. But anyway, my point is, you got to make a judgment. It's not Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the future for the Green Bay Packers. It might be Jordan Love. I'm skeptical about two series. He looked good. But it might be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or the guy I really like, which is Caleb Williams. They're coming from the draft. You look at the record right now. The Texans are 1-9-1. and Other than that, 
there is no there is no team the Packers couldn't end up with a worse record that if they end up going four and thirteen or five and twelve, which is as bad as the Rams and the Bears are. If you've got a shaky Jordan Love and this bad of a defense, you could still lose. You could run the table here in reverse, and then but you could end up with the chance to get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, and it may be the best thing that ever happened. Or if you think Caleb Williams is the guy, then you get somebody in, a veteran quarterback. Maybe you let Love play next year, but with this defense, you know, they may go 4-13, and 13, and the prize might be a great quarterback for a long time to come. And we, more than any franchise in the sport, we have seen the benefit of having that player. So I, I'm simply going to say, the most important question in front of this franchise right now is who is the next quarterback and how are we going to get him or if it's Jordan Love or, or how, what are, how are we going to keep him or how are we going to build around him? I think it's somebody in the draft, and I would hope Gutekunst, Murphy, LaFleur, if he's part of the decision-making process, are already the wheels are turning. Who do we want? Who is going to be? Look, at I'll Hurst join this club. Done. I think that's look at that's what Hurst has done, thing. and he and, and and he is the model of a of a guy who is tough, who's strong, who can throw, who can run. That's the guy. And again, I don't know if it's Young or Stroud or Caleb Williams, but it may very well be one of those three. And I I don't want to end up with this team just sort of sliding into mediocrity and we wake up and Lynn Dickey's been the quarterback for five years. You know, this is, I've been saying it for six weeks now. That's the biggest issue facing this team. Nothing else matters. Not the defensive coordinator, not anything. Who is the quarterback going to be? Appreciate the call, Paul. Those other things matter, but that's the most important thing. I don't don't know how anybody could argue with that. If Jordan Love, I'll just say this right now. If Jordan Love plays as well as he did in two series, Today, he's the next quarterback. A, he's the next quarterback, and B, they're they're going to beat the Rams. <laughs> the Rams are bad. <laughs> Rams are really bad. It's and Jordan the, Love, I mean, wait, because who knows if Matthew Stafford's going to come back? Like, if, if if you watched any of that game today, like that offense was very inept. Um, All but, right, well, Gabe, uh, you know what? I'm not. I won't argue with you on that. But Aaron Rodgers ain't backing up Jordan Love. His contract ain't tradable, as you just put from Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I agree. No, All right, so, so what are you going to do? Yeah, the position they've put themselves in, Tausch, the decision's not theirs. It's up to Aaron Rodgers. Either he retires or he comes back. He ain't retiring. And I don't Why think he's he retired. Retire? Yeah. I don't think he's retiring. I don't think he's walking away. So that's, I mean, maybe you, you can put on Jordan Love for display. Maybe Two quarterbacks. Somebody, yeah, maybe, maybe somebody we can wants. Do something unique. Two quarterbacks at the same time. No, that's not. What is this? Nebraska in 1995? I uh, and then then the, the 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 decision or what you feel about Jordan Love, you have more information if he plays the rest of the games. And and he could be again if he plays well in if he ends up being the guy. And I am in the camp thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to end up on IR at some point this week. If he plays well over the course of the final five games, maybe he becomes a trade asset. And for a team that is strapped in the salary cap department, that could end up being something as you look forward to 2023. Still plenty of calls to get to. We'll get to you coming up in two minutes on the Green Bay Game Day post-game show on the Toronto Trio Radio Network. You're listening to 94.5 ESPN, WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee, a good karma brand's radio station. 
Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Fourth and five. Rodgers dealing in the middle. Flag is down and the ball is caught by Christian Watson at the 11-yard line. 40-33, the final. Philly over Green Bay. Who knows what happens with Aaron Rodgers the rest of the season. He did not finish the game tonight. Jordan Love did. Threw a touchdown pass to Christian Watson and had a quarterback rating um, in the nine attempts that he threw of 146.8. 6-9, 113 yards and a TD. The biggest coming on a 63-yard touchdown pass to Christian Watson. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Steve the Homer True and the Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher. 800-990-3776 is that number for the Boda Box wine line. You can call that. This is how we Boda. Please drink responsibly. Must be 21 or older. Boda Box Vineyards, Manteca, California. And the Boda Box wine line is where we find Sean in Sun Prairie. Sean, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show with Homer, Gabe, and Tausch. Hey guys, how's it going? Better than it should be after giving up forty points. Just because, like, yeah, I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, yeah, the offense was good, and I've really enjoyed Tausch being fired up in the first half hour of the show. Exactly. I know it sucks. Heard... It's terrible. They're four and eight. <laughs> We're doing the stuff you, you do when your team is bad. Oh yeah, no, this is a bad team. It's a bad team. By you the way, find Caleb out. Williams is a sophomore, so he's not eligible as a Yeah, he would be out, out until the 24 draft. Right. It's passing thanks to So, Gabe, to answer your question. Well, it's Larry Burdum. Yes, I think Wall. Larry Burdum. <laughs> draft and well stash. Done. Uh, Sean, as you were saying, to answer my question. Yeah, to answer your question, I think tonight's the last night we've seen Aaron Rodgers in a Packer jersey, and uh, that's it. So remember this day, November 27, 2022, last day. Aaron Rodgers played a football game for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'm hopeful for Jordan Love. Uh, what he did tonight was great. Uh, I'm not as upset as I was with the outcome of the game because of the future that he uh, could bring to the Packers tonight. And, uh, yeah, while well, it sucks the season's over and we're rebuilding, but means Joe Barry's going to be out of a job. Hopefully Jim Leonard gets slotted in. If, if the coach has any guts to uh, make that move, I, I think he should tomorrow. Um, but uh, other than that, I, I, I just want to ask Tausch, um, David Bakhtiari, I thought, played amazing against a great uh, defensive line tonight. And I, the offensive line in general, um, is, is he's back to normal, don't you think? Yeah, uh, you know what, I think ever since he's been back out there, you know, I, he has played really well. He, I don't know if he's yeah. back to 100% of where he was, but... He is just a really, really good pass-blocking left tackle. And I think he's continued to do that. Uh, I'll be curious if Aaron Rodgers is shut down for the rest of the season, whether or not David Bakhtiari plays. I'll be curious to see how that plays out. But uh, there's a lot of moving parts going on. When your team is where Green Bay's at, you want to start getting looks at other players. But David Bakhtiari, I think that's a very good observation. I think putting Elton Jenkins over there, at that left side, you've really solidified the one side of the line, and the group has been a lot better when the consistency is starting to show up. And I think the offense has continued to get better as that group has continued to work together. Yeah, and I I thought when um, Love threw the ball, 
Uh, he had as much time as Rodgers, and I think played better than Rodgers just because he had the quickness about him tonight. I mean, Rodgers, I think, held on to the ball way too long tonight, and as Homer's been saying all season, it resulted in his injury. I mean, he holds on to the ball too long. He's going to take the hits, and I think that's what happened tonight. And uh, Unfortunately, that just comes with, you know, losing your edge or your, you know, athletic prowess at the age of 38, and that's just what happens. And it's sad to see, but uh, I like what the future holds for the Packers. Appreciate Jordan Love. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call, Sean. 800-990-3776 is the Butterbox wine line. I want to circle back on that, Tausch, uh, just kind of suggesting, okay, if they shut Rodgers down, maybe they shut down other veterans, including David Bakhtiari. As somebody who has, A, played the position at that level, and B, gone through that injury, the knee injury at that level, do you think more rest at this point would hurt Bakhtiari? Or is this just kind of the new normal for him where they have to be careful with him, they have to give him rest throughout the course of the week? Or is it going to progressively get better the more rest he gets? Well, I don't know. I mean, that all depends on arthritis and all of the other stuff that Obviously, his was not just a, a regular ACL. There's a lot more to sit out as much as he's had to sit out. There's a lot more to it. So I, I think it's more about, you know, if you're going to – if Aaron Rodgers ain't going to play, if David Bakhtiari's healthy and still feels good, he's obviously still been listed questionable a bunch. He's missing practice. We all understand kind of the, the flow of his week. But if you start making that move and you know, your quarterback and left tackle – Especially when they're, you know, getting up in age, you kind of link those two together. I, I would think that if David feels great, he's going to keep playing. If he's not, and he's, you know, things are stiff and anything else, and if Aaron Rodgers is down for the count, that's what I'm saying. But I think if if Dave Bakhtiari feels great, he's going to play. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Jason Intosa, you're up next on the Bodebox One Line on the Green Bay Game Day Post Game Show with Homer Gabe and Tausch. Hey, gentlemen, I'd like to comment about two folks tonight, and that's head coach Matt LaFleur and general manager Brian Kudekutz. Um, First, after the Packers lost the 2020 NFC Championship game by five points to Tampa Bay, LaFleur fired his special teams and defensive coordinators and hired Maurice Drayton to coordinate special teams and Joe Barry to coordinate the defense. I like Matt LaFleur. I think he does some good things on offense. But as a head coach, I don't think he will ever recover from those two decisions. As for Gutekunst, he's devoted six of his first-round picks and most of his second-round picks to, to the defense. Last week, Ryan freaking Tannehill, who can't throw and has no one to throw to, threw for 319 yards and had his best passer rating in years on a short week at Lambeau. Tonight, the Pack's run D, which has been pathetic for over a decade, was worse than... Sell the number. Tell us the number. I want to hear the number. 360. 363, Homer, and by the way, only two two quarterbacks have thrown for uh, the amount of yardage that Hurts threw and ran for tonight, and that's Colin Kaepernick in the playoff game, and tonight Hurts. This has been an ongoing issue of a soft, poor defense. The mindset's wrong, the talent's wrong, the scheme's wrong, the coaching's wrong. And you know who's been in the front office every single year where our defense has stunk? Brian Gutekunst. And he will be, if he's allowed to continue to waste first-round picks, we'll be watching Super Bowls for another 12 years as we've been watching them the last 12 years from the comfort of our couch 
without the Packers being in. He knows nothing about how to get a defense on the field. Keep, we can have all the first-round picks we want. That team, has the defense has been underperforming for 12 years. There's something wrong with the culture on defense in Green Bay. It's about time it's called out. Brian Gutekunst is Ted Thompson's disciple. This is who we have running our team. Appreciate the call, Jason. Uh, I do just want to clarify one thing, and I'm not trying to defend the decision of Matt LaFleur to hire Joe Barry because obviously that has been an unmitigated disaster. Uh, this was a situation between him and Petten where it seemed like the decision was mutual for him. Just I, I don't, do not believe Petten was fired. I believe his contract expired. Petten did not want to be back. LaFleur did not want him back. So that's why the team went and him went their own ways. Yeah, but he made one of the greatest gambles in the history of the NFL. There's no coordinator who's ever been hired with a resume that Joe Barry had, ever. And he was willing to take that gamble, and it was a horrible gamble. And he's somehow added, added be the right word, added to that horrible resume. He subtracted from his resume. I don't know. He's not. No, no, he's not as bad as he was. The first two places they were the worst. No, after tonight, no. Did he give up? Did he give up three sixty three at any point on the ground in any of his previous stops? They were so bad. It's possible they did. But yes, he is. All right. He's been as bad as fear, given his history. Yeah, yeah, Joe Barry's defense stunk tonight. Everybody on the defense stunk. Rogers just said at the podium, "As long as we're mathematically alive, I intend to keep playing." So okay, there'll be a lot of speculation all week. Yeah. Did Jordan love anything else? I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' decision. Um, I don't think it's going to be Goody's or Matt Lafleur's. And I think Aaron Rodgers, if he's if he checks out, he'll be playing in Chicago. Whether or not that's the right move or not, I don't think it's going to matter. I think Aaron Rodgers wants to play. He's going to play. Yep. No, it's it is that simple. It is 100% that simple. I am on board with you on that one, Tausch. 800-990-3776. A lot of patient people that have been waiting on hold. We get to you on that Boda Box wine line coming up next on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show, which is brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing in ice cold. Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022. Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. An ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Here he is going in the middle. It's caught by Watson. He's got great speed. Turning the corner. Christian Watson down the sideline. And he will score. Whoa. Hang on. Love to Watson. To a one-score game. Mike Tirico was shocked. Touchdown pass from Jordan Love to Christian Watson that did indeed make it a one-score game, although the Packers never 
had the ball down just that one possession with an opportunity to tie uh, for the rest of the game because of a long field goal made by the Philadelphia Eagles before Jordan Love got it back. And it was interesting that they were having the conversation because it was Chris Collinsworth who was on the call for NFL Network along with Bryant Gumbel. As they mentioned, almost 15 years ago to the day when Aaron Rodgers had that game in 2007 against the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday Night Football in Thursday Night Football's infancy, where Brett got hurt, Rodgers comes in, Packers lose the game, but it made everyone go, oh, maybe there's something here. And I was kind of hoping for that moment potentially for Jordan. He didn't get enough of an opportunity, and it would have been much cooler. And I realized it wasn't going to happen for him. After he threw that touchdown, I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. Okay, it's a one-score game. Because the next thought that came into my head was, all right, all the defense needs to do is get a stop. And then I realized how ridiculous that seemed, that the defense was actually going to be able to get a stop, and Jordan Love wouldn't be able to get an opportunity to lead the improbable comeback. Because that's how bad they were. They gave up 363 yards rushing. Uh, I just want to inform you, the record of the game in 1977 that was uh, 375. Walter Payton had 205. Johnny Musso, 69. He was a start at Alabama. Robin Earl, I've never heard of, had 60. And the Bears won the game 26-0, and their quarterback, Bob Avellini, was 4 of 9 for 54 yards. So... um, well, so the 363 yards tonight uh, mm-hmm. is the eighth most in the Super Bowl era. He just Barry just never disappoints. <laughs> you well, think he can't or do he const- it or he constantly he disappoints? One jobs. of the two. And uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, he's now in the record book again. Yeah, and part of the problem tonight too. I mean, obviously, there's a hundred. There, defensively, you could pretty much say there are problems all over the place. Got to get off the field. And they made a great step. This is with creating a turnover and getting a fourth down stop, and they still did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> I don't know how many plays Philadelphia ran. It had to be close to double than what Green Bay ran. Uh, funny you should ask you that, Tausch. So uh, the Eagles ran 79 plays to the Packers 49. They ran 30 more plays. It's a lot yeah, of plays. I, I mean – this season is just uh, it's just gone i i can't believe it's gone this way and i should have known i think the opener showed you a lot the nah, minnesota vikings you couldn't game, have thought it was, was going to be this bad. well hear me out My. hear me out that game obviously you just look back and say well you don't play in the preseason this is what lafleur and green bay does they give in a little bit to keep guys healthy in the preseason and then you have a couple wins and then you go over to London and you fill your britches, and the rest of the season's gone completely haywire. I will say to you what I said I, I before. Didn't see this, this team is soft. This team cannot beat teams that are tough. And a lot of the teams they've run into may not even have their talent. They're not tough. They're soft. They're soft offensively because they're smart and then they like to pass, but they're soft defensively. So he needs to find a guy when he fires Joe Barry. Um, that is the exact opposite. It's just it's crazy, intense, or whatever. Because you need to find out how much of it is that the players just aren't that talented. You know, some of it, or how much is Barry, and how much is, as we heard the last call, how much is the players that they've drafted just aren't as good. I'm, I don't think we know for sure because of Barry's ability to turn everybody bad.
800-990-3776 is the Botabox wine line where Ray in Sheboygan has been patiently waiting. Ray, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show with Homer, Gabe, and Tausch. Hey, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Terrible. Hey, I feel you there. <laughs> what do you got, Ray? Cool. I hate to be like beat a dead horse here, but obviously it's pretty clear-cut. Joe Barry's not the guy. My thought is, like, is it reasonable to... You're anti-hurricanes, like, too? Just out of curiosity, you're going to go out on the limb here? I mean, well, that's another discussion for another day, I think. <laughs> continue, 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 Ray. Is it, is, it, <laughs> is it unreasonable to, just, like, throw out the idea of, like, if they know who they want to hire for another defensive coordinator, bring them in now and start, like, building chemistry with the players and the other coaching staff. Build that chemistry this year. Do your stuff you got to do in the offseason and then, like, hit it full steam next year right away. I don't I don't know. Yeah, so my guess is, and clearly with everything that's happened with the University of Wisconsin and Jim Leonard and Jim Leonard being linked to this job as the actual top choice for Matt LaFleur, uh, when when Joe Barry was hired, you know, a season and a half ago, or just a little over that at this point, clearly there are going to be some people that want to connect those dots. Um, it You wait until the end of the season to hire your full-time defensive coordinator because it, it's more than just the D.C. And Tausch can speak to this. It's the position coaches because that's what you need buy-in from them. You need those guys you know, teaching up the outside linebackers and inside linebackers, defensive linemen. So it's more than just the defensive coordinator. It's the entire staff, and you're not going to be able to put that together in the course of a week during the regular season. Yeah. No, sure. I, I, I understand your question, and I think it's, it's, a, it's an interesting point, but you make, your, you make changes kind of get a gauge on some of the things Homer and Gabe were just talking about, you know, whether or not you have the talent and anything else. But, no, I don't think you make any hires midseason. You put that interim t- label or whatever you want to put on it, you're going to make all of your adjustments and all of your hires in the offseason that you feel because there's just more people available, and you want to make sure you get that right. You don't want to go – you obviously wanted Jimmy Leonard the last time. He was their first choice. He turned it down. I think you look at this and say – all right, let's let's move on. Let's let's put uh, Jerry Gray in there for the rest of the season. I know Jason is a big fan of his. Thinks he can, you know, a little more aggressive on the back end. There's already, I think, a little bit of a consternation between him and Joe Barry. Let him do his thing. See if you see market improvement. And if you do, and you feel good about it, and, you, and you're you get great buy-in from those players, you got to get somebody that's going to buy in. You didn't have buy-in from week one. You need Jair Alexander. You're paying him 20-some-odd million dollars a year, and he's complaining week one that he doesn't get to hunt? He doesn't get to go guard Justin Jefferson? I want him guarding Justin Jefferson. I want him to have that mentality, but I don't want him to not make a tackle on the goal line and say, I don't don't know if I'm going to do that. Or what is he doing on that third down by the goal line? Yeah. So – it, it, it's you know I know everybody's killing Joe Barry tonight and I get it three sixty three three sixty three, but you also have to look at your dogs, and they're not playing like dogs. Oh, well, if they are, they're playing like dogs in a bad way. So 
I, I, I get the whole let's get the next Buddy Ryan or let's get Rex Ryan. Let's get somebody in here that's going to be aggressive and get this thing turned around from a mentality standpoint. And I think you really have to look at it and say, do we have the right guys? And I hope to God we do because, as one of our prior callers said, we put a lot of resources, a lot of draft picks, a lot of capital into what we hoped would be a dominant defense. And unfortunately, we have regressed to the point where we're giving up 363 yards on the ground. And we appreciate the call, Ray. So let me ask you this, Tausch, because you brought it up and it's now got my mind thinking. So clearly, Jair hasn't been bought in to whatever Joe Barry's wanted to do this year. Does that make, I mean, to me, that means, okay, he wasn't bought in week one, so him not making an attempt and getting his nose in there, trying to figure out what he's doing on the goal line, like, to me, those things are connected, because if you're not bought in, that means at some point you start checking out. And maybe that's what we're seeing with Jair Alexander this year, that he didn't buy in, could never get on the same page as a defensive coordinator, and, and now he's just not all there. Uh it- I, I, I'm never going to – I understand how tough it is to play in this league, and I'm not going to question effort, but I, I'm going to question your results. And your results have not been up to par. You are not playing as well as you did prior to your injury. You were the best, if not one, if you're not the best, one of the best in the league. You had opportunities. I, I had you as a depoy. He was a ball – nobody even went at him. And he was a willing tackler. like, And that's how he got that's hurt. Kind of hair, yeah. He was a very willing tackler. I'm not seeing that now. He is not the same guy. And it's easy to you know, put it on a lot of different things. But just listen to what guys say. They don't have to come flat out and say, I don't like, what, I don't like this scheme and I'm not going to play hard. You listen to what they say. And when guys aren't bought in, they'll say, well, I, this isn't working. This isn't this. And then you see the results on the field. The results haven't been good enough. And can I and Razul my- Douglas, God bless him. I like Razul Douglas. I think he is a stand-up guy. I think he plays his tail off. I don't think this is an effort thing by any stretch. But there's a reason that he was released a couple times. He caught, and Wildy said this too, and I give him credit, caught lightning in a bottle, and he was awesome last year. He hasn't been this year. People have went at him. He has not had the same amount of impact plays, and uh, you're going to give some stuff up. That's just life in the NFL. But he hasn't had the big plays yet, and that's why this team is sitting here with the turnover differential that they have and why they have continually just gotten beaten into submission on defense for the vast majority of this season. I want to ask you one other thing, Tausch. Alexander cheers when it doesn't make any sense. The, he defended on one play, and he and another defensive back are doing this uh, fine, but – you're down and you're not – I don't know how you can be doing that in the situation he's doing it. They just Homer, just I defended said, a play. Yeah, I said this earlier. Uh, you don't have cohesion on this football okay. team. You don't have right. complementarianism. You don't have, well, we're going to run what? the football well. <laughs> yeah, we, a word. Complementarianism. Can we put that on a T-shirt? Uh, com- we need that on a T-shirt. Well, no, it's because complementary football only is like a year too old. Somebody invented that. You just it used no, to be. No, no. You just it's have to be around. good on all no. facets of the game. There was no it's word been around. For it. No, it means it means. Oh, I that, know what hey, it means. Some That's weeks, what it means. Some 
some weeks you're playing against a really good defense. You know what? Your defense needs to answer the bell that week and say, you know what, we're not going to score 30 every week. Complimentary football is I get a turnover, I stuff it down their throat because you gave me something, I'm going to go do this. That's complimentary football. And this team has not been that way. There is no cohesion. This is not a team that you look at and say, boy, they are bound as one. You haven't heard Aaron Rodgers say that. He has been all about right, Zen that, that's and That's on LaFleur, isn't it? Isn't that all on the head coach? It is. Okay. It's on the coaches, but it's also on the players to have the buy-in. I'm not hearing the messaging. I hear Aaron Rodgers say one thing, and I hear Matt LaFleur say the opposite. I hear Jair Alexander say one thing, and I hear Joe Barry say the opposite. I don't hear any connectivity. I don't hear any of the Zen stuff that I've heard all offseason. All I hear is individuals. Well, I got my guy. Well, I did this. And you're asking this question about Jair. It's because it's about him. This football needs to be selfless. Now, I want my dogs. I love selfishness. I, you don't think Deion Sanders is a great teammate? He was a great teammate because he said, you know what? Don't need no safety. I'll do my deal. I'm going to let you do this. That's what the great, they tilt the field. Jerry Alexander needs to be a field tilter. He hasn't been. And you pointed out some things. I pointed out some things. It, it doesn't, it's not a rocket scientist to figure this out. There is a monster disconnect. And until you get that fired, you got a bunch of car batteries just sitting in your garage. You ain't got nothing hooked up. And that's why your car stalled in the garage at 4 and 8. Two things. Now, hold on. Master disconnect. Con- connect- connectivity. And then was it complementarianism? <laughs> What, what was the third one? Uh, so th- it was the first one that he started off. Uh, Complementarianism? Is that it? Complementarianism. Yeah, they got Complementarianism. Yeah, whatever okay. it is, they that's don't what have. We, yeah, well, that's saying. what we need. That's what the Packers. So two things to remember from tonight, 363 yards on the ground, and the day that Tausch invented. Conto- uh, now I'm messing it up. Complementarianism. Yeah, complementarianism. Yes. Yeah, Terry. Nope, don't say terrorism. You don't want to go that <laughs> Complimentarianism. Only one injury to worry about tonight, of course. That is QB1. Injury recap presented by Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. Visit orthowisconsin.com. Today, Rodgers left the game with the rib injury, said it couldn't tell whether or not he had broken ribs on the x-ray. Did say he did not have a punctured lung, so that was good, but also big reason but why he wants he to play if he passes on if Monday. He's, if yeah. he's cleared, Which yeah, means he your wants to be able to play. is still a it's possibility. Still, yeah, where he ends up on IR tomorrow. We'll have to wait for that tomorrow. But we only have one more segment with our Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. We're going to take a couple of calls, and we're going to let you know who the man was tonight, which is still a little more depressing when the Packers lose. But we do that coming up next on Green Bay Game Day Post Game Show. Back after this with more Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high quality ingredients. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice cold Bud Light is waiting for you. And Rodgers looking up top, fires, touchdown, Randall Cobb! He beat Josiah Scott and the Packers have tied the game! 
Football to the Eagles on the road in prime time, 40-33. to Jordan Love comes in, throws a touchdown pass after Aaron Rodgers exits the game in the fourth quarter with an injury. But at the end of the day, Packers now 4-8 and eight on the season. 800-990-3776 is the Box wine line. Ron in Rome, you are on Green Bay game day postgame. Yeah, hi. Um, what does it say about Brian Gunkis that he basically mortgaged the future to Aaron Rodgers? Um, when we ha- and uh, so I thought, well, Jordan Love must be terrible because we'll have to give him a hundred million guaranteed and a no trade clause. And then we see that Jordan Love isn't terrible. And uh, I was at the um, Patriots game when Bailey Zappi just eyeball test looked as good as Aaron Rodgers, and his quarterback rating was one hundred and seven. And Aaron was 89, and that's before he hurt his thumb. So, I mean, now what, now what kind of situation are where Aaron can just say, well, I want to keep playing, I don't want to be traded, and we have to keep paying him? Yeah, so he doesn't have a no-trade clause. It's just the way the contract is structured makes it incredibly difficult to be traded. Yeah, see, I think a team that wants him that badly would take him after June 1st. I'm not arguing that that's... Yeah. So that's the well, premise is why would you deal it if you don't get him until June 1st, but... Um, yeah, that, it, yeah, it, it becomes yeah complicated because then what draft picks? I mean, do the Packers want those draft picks? Because presumably, right. whoever you trade to them, you know, that team presumably would be better. Although that's what Seattle. But this will be discussed in and, more detail in the next few weeks. Oh, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, it's the situation they find themselves in. And look, I have no idea if Jordan Love is the answer. I know he looked good for two series tonight, but there are a lot of quarterbacks that have looked for good for two series. And you know, you, you mentioned Bailey Zappi. Bailey looked great against the Packers. Looked great. The, it looked okay the next, the next week, and then really fell off the face of the earth. And they they went back to Mac Jones in New England. So it's I'm not basing it off of just nine throws tonight for Jordan Love and saying, oh hey yeah, this guy is better than Aaron Rodgers now. But I will say that tonight was the most impressive I have seen Jordan Love in the limited amount of action that we've seen him going back to last year, the half he played against Detroit, the full game he played against Kansas City, and what we've seen in him the preseason. All right, well, I hope we get out of this pickle somehow. It is going to be a tough one. It is certainly going to so, be a tough boys, one. So, mm-hmm. uh, boys, yes, Aaron Rodgers gets a clean bill of health. Yeah, Packers obviously aren't mathematically eliminated. Is they're it close, Aaron Rodgers' decision to? Uh, no, it's it's not close yet. No, it, is they're only like Aaron a game Rogers, away from being mathematically eliminated. It's getting close. It's okay. getting closer. All right, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Go ahead. No, it's not his call. Is Aaron Rodgers should he should he make the decision on whether or not he's going to keep? Playing? No, should he? No, but the way that they've set everything up, it is a hundred percent his decision. I mean, the way that the way yeah. that they. You know, again, he's got all the power with the contract they gave him, with some of the decisions and, and letting him in. Like they have set it up where he is going to have a major say in that decision of whether or not he plays. You and, mean next week? Yeah. Uh huh. Why? They can say we're going to play the other quarterback. What? What's he going to do? Absolutely screw you for the salary cap. Well, how does he do that? Oh, if it, depending upon when he retires or demands a trade, or yeah, he can he can absolutely just bomb a lot of things. You know, if he so if he retires, bring it on, big boy. <laughs> it seems it seems like that's not a, a game of chicken you're going to want to get into. But to not play him is reasonable if you chose that, given his physical condition. 
Sure. But again, if if the doctors tell him, hey, bud, you got broken ribs, you probably shouldn't play, then my guess is Aaron Rodgers is going to go, all right, I'm not going to play. Well, okay. I, I, I said this before about him, and I'll call his bluff again. But I, no, I'm not going to retire. Say whatever he wants. I'm not letting him run the show. No, it's too late. No. They've already yeah, let him run the show. <laughs> They've already it's let him run the show. It's too late. Never you had a late. chance. You, you 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 could have traded him last offseason. Uh, I firmly uh, believe that they shouldn't have. I believe they did the right thing. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, so am I. And we're sitting here now in a position where I still think that if Aaron Rodgers is healthy next year, I, I still believe. I am going to believe in 12 until 12 ain't on this team. And this season I was completely wrong. Let's go ahead and get to it. Who was the man tonight? Who was the man in the green and gold game? It's time to find out who the man is. The man is sponsored by New Mail Medical Center. Guys struggling with low testosterone, ED, and weight loss have had success at New Mail. You can too. Schedule your consultation at newmail.com and discover the new you. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Homer, you want to kick us off? There's no choice. The man is Mr. Watson again. There's still a 17-point offense, except for one thing that's changed. Him. Four catches, 110 yards, 28 yards a catch. Even MVS can't do that. And a touchdown. And he makes everybody think Jordan Love is better than Jordan Love is. Because that pass was most about his speed. We still haven't seen anybody run with him. It's not even close. Tausch? Uh, I'm going to do a little two-piece here because I was so impressed. Elton Jenkins, I think, has settled back in at left guard. Oh, he no, had no. one oh. of the most dominant blocks. Was called a penalty. It, people don't understand how tough it is to reach on an outside zone, get somebody on skates, and then completely bury them. That's a 320-pound dude that's strong as a bull. And Elton Jenkins took him and put him into the ground. And because the refs didn't see it, they didn't go to their old line of, if you don't get beat with your feet, we're not going to call a holding penalty. He beat his feet into the ground and buried him, and they called a garbanzo hold. Go ahead, watch that on film. If you love O-line play, oh, baby, you're going to love that. But Rudy Ford is my man for the night. Yeah. Guy continues to just keep making plays, gets a turnover, does the little things. I don't know, a bunch of tackles. I think he was second-highest tackler tonight. He was, 9-6. Love what he's done. Play him more. Savage, I don't know what happened uh, from an injury standpoint. I'm going to give him the Sammy Watkins Award. I don't need to see any more of uh, Savage for the rest of this season. And Rudy Ford had replaced him as the starting safety. I wanted to ask both of you. I want more Rudy Ford. More cowbell, more Rudy Ford. (laughs) I got a fever and the only prescription. He created the fumble. I think Walker was so tired he couldn't get a touchdown. Was that just me? I mean, you ran out of gas. I know. definitely ran out of gas. ran ran out out of gas. gas. Yeah, I mean, it's a long run. Well, you're not connected. There's no connectivity. His battery was out. (laughs) He didn't have the batteries connected. (laughs) Uh, I am going to go because he has been one of those players that I think has been disappointing this season, and I understand he didn't have a ton of touches tonight, 
But A.J. Dillon, in the 11 touches that he did have, made the most of his situation. Had a rushing touchdown tonight. That was really good. He has been somebody that's been disappointing. He has been one of those players that is a, as Chewy says on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, he's a B player that needs to play like an A player. And really, he's been a B player playing like a C player all season long. He was not that tonight. He was really good for the Packers, and they need that. They need that out of him going forward because they're going to have an interesting decision with what they do with Aaron Jones at the end of the season and how well A.J. Dillon plays may play into now, that he was decision. Eight, he was uh, eight yards a touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rushing, he was. Rushing and can't, yeah. This and was his oh, best game by far. Up. Restructure Aaron Jones. You don't let that guy walk out of your building. You want to, you want culture. You want a guy that does everything you ask and plays his heart out, and you're going to let him walk out the building? Better not. Yeah. You figure gotta, it out. They got to figure it out. That's for sure. They, he better not be walking out that building. No. No. Again, and and he was he was good tonight too. I mean, he didn't have the rushing numbers, uh, but in the stud. passing game, yeah, he, he was there. He's one guy that I think you could say you came in with uber high expectations and he's done everything you've asked. He's the only one. I think he's the literally he's the only one. He's our MVP of the season. Yeah, and it's not even uh, close. But Christian Watson deserves some honorable mention. Yeah. But Aaron Jones is the man for the season up through 12 games, whatever it might be. It, it's just such a – this will be my closing statement. It just is so depressing. And this you got season. mad at me last week for being exactly like that. So, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I no nah, it. This I, I just didn't want to believe with Gabe. Guys, we've never heard you believe. like this before. No, I, this is a new Tausch. It is a new Tausch. Well, what do you want me to do? I we've been around winners. It, it's been winning, other than Mike McCarthy's last year, which we all saw unraveling. We've won. Aaron Rodgers, if he's not hurt, you win. But this, even, even now, then, this seems even worse. Listening to you, it seems like this is even worse than that bad year you just referred because, to. Homer, that, because because year, this even, is they not, fired him with four games left, and it still felt like, okay, well, maybe something crazy can happen. They can still make the playoffs. With with five games left now, six games le- six weeks left in the season, Like you don't have that feeling. You don't have that hope. It's over. It's done. Kaput. It's worse than that year, Tausch? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It just, this team is, this team is really hard to root for. This is a team that is hard. I love the Green Bay Packers, and I am going to support them. But this team is hard to root for. There is just, when you have the disconnected and you don't see you, you just there's something missing, and it's very apparent watching him. There's something missing. I don't know exactly. I can't pinpoint it exactly, but y'all both know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and I think every fan watching it, it's we've kind of started to wallow. The team has started to wallow, and I, again, I give the guys a ton of credit tonight. Because it would have been real easy down 13 and everything going against you, against the best team in the NFL, some people think. It would have been real easy to mail it in. And they fought their tails off, and I am happy to see that because that, uh, that, that's a cardinal sin to not do that. But the fact that you even had to think that that was the case, I had more people texting, shutting the game off for tonight. And I'm like, well, no, you're not because everybody says they're going to, but they don't. <laughs> and uh, they're glad they didn't because at least you saw that fight. But this is just a team that is really hard to root for. 
And I hope that this is the last time I say that. That's where I'm at. That's uh, as strong of a closing statement, I think, as we'll ever get from Mark Tauscher because I've got nothing to add. He's 100% right. Tausch, we appreciate it. Look forward to hearing more of your thoughts on the Packers tomorrow morning, 9 to noon. Will and Tausch, ESPN Wisconsin. See you, boys. Mark Tauscher always joins us for that first hour or so here on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Still plenty more things to get to. We have to get to Jason Wilde, his co-host on Wilde and Tausch. We have to hear from QB1, the drive of the game, player of the game, plus your phone calls on that Box wine line, 800-990-3776, are still to come. Simple, smooth, and every sip as easy as the last. Tito's handmade vodka tasted just as good with tap water as it does with your favorite mixer. Back in the day, Tito distilled, hand-bottled, taste-tested, sent to a few friends, then taste-tested again again to give you the finest juice around no frills no flavors no fancy labels just the good stuff just tito's for recipes videos and more visit titosvodka.com distilled and bottled in austin texas 40 percent alcohol by volume namely 80 proof crafted to be savored responsibly this is green bay game day post game with gabe homer and tausch presented by island resort and casino and sponsored by bud light light clean and crisp tasting on the tundra trio radio network ran out of the gas. Inside linebackers aren't used to covering that kind of ground with the football, man. Well, I was just surprised. He's such a great runner. It's the one thing he does. I didn't oh, think yeah. he'd get tired. Well, again, he's he's a sprinter, but apparently not 80 yards of sprinting. And it's not like Caleb Williams yesterday who got 19 yards but ran 80 yards on the play. Correct. You know, it's, you know, so he returned that thing, what, 60-some, 70-some yeah. yards, but... Mm-hmm. With all the weaving in and out of traffic that he ended up doing, he probably covered close to yeah. 80, no, I, yards. I, I'm not saying the guy needs the, the guy's not in shape. I'm just saying if there was one guy I thought could run it, yeah, it was that. Yeah, was you him. thought it would potentially be him. Yeah, that would show again what, what a great runner he is, and he still did pretty well. Just ring the bell. Presented by Salvation Army. Please remember, you don't have to wait till Christmas time to ring the bell. Put money in the Salvation Army red kennel. Donate now at sa.milwaukee.org. Although we have reached. The point of the season where we're past Thanksgiving, so we have reached uh, that thing, the, the Christmas time. So I'm sure you'll see some of those red kettles I out have. and about out this there. Christmas season. 800-990-3776 is the number for the Box Wine Line, where Alan in Milwaukee is waiting. Alan, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show with Homer and Gabe. Hey, how's it going, y'all? What up, Alan? Uh, is Tao still on the line? Uh, Tausch had to get up. Tausch had to leave. Tausch has it in his contract where he can uh, he doesn't have to stay to the end of the show. I don't know if that's because he has a show at 9 a.m., but I have a show at 7 a.m., so I've got him beat there. Yes. All right, because I really wanted to hear Tausch. Um, but, Homer, I remember – you're not going to remember, but I remember when Joe Barry was first hired, yep. I called your show, and I said I would give him a season and a half, and if it's going bad and he's not run – that the players in the locker room will see it as a buddy hire and they'll start to turn on the coach and the staff um, if it's not going well. 
So when you see kind of the, I want to say the the checking out of players a little bit on the defensive side, I wonder if that's, you know, part of it. Because, I mean, you would assume from the exit interviews from last season, a lot of players probably came into it this season saying, well, you know, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do that, I'd like to see more of this or that. Especially your star player like Jair saying, you know, I want to play this kind of way. So when he's not playing that kind of way from week one, and then things start to backslide, you know, you start to see that, a, you know, what's going on with, like, accountability. Yeah, what we need to add is people have forgotten. That defense was bad the second half of last year, just not in the playoff game. They played very well in that game. But uh, the demise had started, um, I don't know, with the last whatever number of games are. I mean, they they gave up 30-plus points. The only reason they beat Baltimore is because they made the defense on the two-point conversion but gave up 30-plus points to a backup quarterback in that game, allowed a bunch of rushing yards. It was over 200 rushing yards against the Cleveland Browns. Like, should have lost to the Cleveland Browns, but they inexplicably let Baker Mayfield throw the ball as much as they did, and he threw four interceptions, and the Packers beat him on Christmas last year, 24-22. But there were a lot of bad defensive performances down the stretch last year for sure. Yeah, no, it was a gamble given his horrific resume, and LaFleur gambled and lost. And um, then he's just like uh, Ron Wolf admitted in various things. The key is, is LaFleur willing to admit he made a mistake and move on because it's it's the kind of mistake that could cost him his job. It's, if he doesn't move on from him, Allen, at the end of the season, yeah, it's inexcusable. Like whatever you can, if you want, if you're upset and you want to fire him in the middle of the season, sure, it doesn't really matter to me. Like the I season's would, over anyway. I would agree with you. I just want another guy in charge to get a better judge sure. of the players because some of it could be the players. Hundred percent. And again, again, I think you can sell it, but I want crazy man taking over for six games or five games. What do they have left? Five. Six five. weeks left because they still have a buy right. somehow right. with uh, five games. Five games left, and they're like four and four and a half back of the last two spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if they lose next week, it's pretty much over. But, again, losing to the Bears without Justin Fields presumably would be – that'd be worse than this. That'd be more embarrassing. That Detroit's still the worst. It's still You can't match Detroit with uh, – with, uh, how horrible they were defensively. Um, sure, like as a whole, because I, the offense was bad. Yeah. Uh, but today, but I think if this, you, was, I, this is rock bottom for the defense. Yeah. But I, I, I was to change my mind very quickly because <laughs> you lose to the Bears without want. no without field. He's their team. Yeah. And he's not only the team in turn. He's part of the the everything. There's a confidence that he's built that we can win. Now we have a way to win without him. Nobody on their team thinks they're going to win. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, this will be the worst. Yeah, it could get worse, I guess. Yeah, that's is... the rule of this season. Just when you think it can't get worse, it, it gets does. worse. Times. Oh. How many times has that happened this year? So many. Yes. So many. You thought the defense was bad. Homer, I think the Phillies going to go over 300 yards rushing. Come on, no way. All Let's, right. Don't be crazy. All right, I'll give you 320. <laughs> You've got the under, I've got the over. Well, the over hit. And hit by 43. Take the Tahoe at Potawatomi Hotel and Casino to win your own Chevy Tahoe or $400,000 in prizes. Come to Potawatomi to play with your club card. You can also catch all the football action at the Fire Pit Sports Bar, the ultimate Sunday fun day. Learn more at paysbig.com slash goldbreaker. We hear from the quarterback coming up in just two minutes. Green Bay Game Day postgame show on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.
More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. You're listening to 94.5 ESPN, WKTI and WKTIHD Milwaukee, a good karma brand's radio station. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network, presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch, and sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing, and ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. the final from Philadelphia. Packers now 4-8 and eight on the season. He's Homer. I'm Gabe. We're taking up until 1 o'clock. Still have to hear from Jason Wildey as he helps us break down tonight's loss from Philly. But first we have to hear from the quarterback. And the quarterback presser is brought to you by Ridgetop Exteriors, where customer service is our number one goal. Check them out at RidgetopExteriors.com. Rodgers did not finish the game tonight. Left with the uh, ribs, oblique injuries, still a little unclear. And, of course, that's where he started talking about his injuries during his post-game press conference. That's ribs. And it was in the first half and then got kind of re-aggravated in the third quarter. Just having a hard time breathing and rotating my upper body. So I was worried uh, about a punctured lung as well. So I want to get that checked out. Um, get a scan tomorrow. So the Kazay announced oblique in the press box, but is it it's a rib injury, not an oblique? Yeah, it's not an oblique. Do you think it's broken? Is that the early indication? Uh, it was hard to tell on the x-rays, um, so we're going to do some more tomorrow. How about the long arm? Long's fine. Um, that's a, you know, obviously anything core, throwing the ball, that's, a, that's problematic. Between that and the thumb, is it a possibility of shutting down for the rest of the year? Mm, I don't think so. You know, as long as I check out fine tomorrow, I'll uh, expect to play this weekend. Oh, you think you might? Yeah, as long as I check out okay tomorrow. Um, you know, I might not be able to go Wednesday, but I'll, uh, as long as there's not, no major structural damage, I'll uh, try and get back out there. Was the reason you didn't go back in just because of concern for the lawn? It was pain. The pain was... Was intense, still is. Yeah, the pain was tough, and a breathe. I just couldn't really breathe and couldn't really rotate my upper body. And that next week you can pregame relieve the pain. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, hopefully everything looks good tomorrow, and and then uh, heal up for a couple of days and see if I can go back out there. The uh, game two point Aaron, you guys kept yourself just close the position each and each time to make a game of this and, and, and pull this out. There's a little way you guys just kept battling back. Even when you left the game, they still continued to fight. And just talking about the way you guys just kept just kept at it. Yeah, I'm proud of our offense. Proud of Jordan. Uh, you know, we moved the football basically most of the night um, against a good defense. Felt like we, you know, we only had like 40 or 50 plays or something. And they had over 70, so that was uh, obviously a big difference. But you know, we put up 33 points and battled against the number one seed. I think there's a lot to feel good about. Obviously, uh, defense is going to you know, not feel great about some of those things. And obviously, I turned the ball over twice, but 
uh, you know, we, we put ourselves in position. Aaron, on the, um, the second interception, was Tyler supposed to take that more flat? Yeah, he, wrong, he ran the wrong route, and I should have thrown it to him. He should have been down the pipe, actually. The report on your thumb today said that if someone's gone this long as in, and it hasn't healed by now, that it almost always requires surgery. Is that your understanding of that you're going to need surgery in the offseason? That's not my understanding. That, that's not what I've talked to to Pat about. I haven't. Uh, we haven't had that discussion. Feel any better or worse tonight than it has? No, I mean it felt uh, felt pretty good this week. The five days off helped. Didn't get it uh, banged at all. Um, so I feel like it's definitely better than it was last week. Aaron, with each week and the opportunities, you know, how concerned are you that the opportunities of this team to get back in this race become less, more and more limited for you as a team? But yeah, obviously, when you lose games, you're putting yourself uh, farther out there. We have five game stretch. We got to win all five, and uh, probably need a little bit of help. If um, so, if things can, let's say you don't win next week with all the injuries, is there a reason to finish the season out, or is it time to heal? Will it be time to heal up and take care of stuff? Yeah, I don't really want to take my mind there, but as long as as long as we're Mathematically alive, I'd like to be out there. So, if you do keep playing, besides the competitive spirit and all that stuff, like, what do you, what do you still want to play for? No, no, that came across the wrong way. What do you still look for on a week-to-week basis to maybe build on for the future? Do you look toward the future? Maybe receivers you want to gel with? If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of other conversations that come into play once you're eliminated. Um, and I'll be open to all those conversations. Pride comes to mind, you know, love of the game. But there's other factors that obviously uh, would come into play uh, should we be mathematically eliminated. So you're, you're still completely holding off a decision on whether you want to come back next year until after the season? Correct. Regardless of the outcome tonight and where you guys are in the standings, do you do you feel like you have anything going with the run game and with what Christian Watson has brought to your offense? Yeah, I mean, he's he's totally transformed himself uh, into a super reliable big play threat. He's had six touchdowns in three games. You know, it's not a lot of guys have done that over, over, over my time. So that definitely changed our offense. Obviously, with Cobby out there, it makes things a little different um, as well. Those backs are really, really good. Um, so we just got to string together some performances like this and uh, would definitely expect our defense to bounce back. And then we get one and then uh, get a little break and then get another on Monday night and things start to get a little more interesting. Aaron, for two more. I apologize you've already been asked this, but you said you're proud of Jordan. In your mind, where's the biggest growth that you've seen him take in terms of playing quarterback version? Just fundamentally. I think that's the biggest thing. I, I think Tom deserves credit for coming in. Um, you know, Tom was huge for me in my early years of, of helping me hone the fundamentals. But the drills that we work on in practice always translate to game gameplay, and I feel like he's become uh, much better in timing up his drops with the with the routes. When you do that, it allows everything to kind of flow smoothly from there, 
and the accuracy improves and the uh, decision making is, is uh, easier because you're just playing on time all the time. Does that kind of tie into how quick you seem to be making decisions with where it goes the ball tonight when he comes? Yeah, I mean, he was just on, yeah, every, yeah, everything. He was on time and threw the ball in rhythm and threw the ball accurately. Were you able to just watch on TV after you got back? Yeah, in after here? I was yeah. done with my checkups, I was watching the locker room with Sav um, until the end. Take a shot in the ribs or land on the ground or? I landed, uh, yeah, both, both. On the same play? No, different plays. Yeah, one in the second quarter and then one in the third quarter. Was the shot in the second quarter or was that landing? That was a little combination of both. The third quarter one was the sack. Yeah, there was a shot. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers post game. Talking about uh, a lot of injury stuff there with the with the quarterback as the Packers fall 40-33 to Philadelphia. He obviously not able to finish the game. Jordan Love finished up with 113 yards and a touchdown in relief. Did he say they, there was a real quick question? So you're going to decide about your future at the end of the year? Did I hear that right? Yeah, I mean... He said, yeah. I Has he said that before? I mean, he's he's... He talked a little bit more about his future earlier this year, or okay. excuse me, earlier right. this week. Um, and I think it might have been with McAfee, or maybe it was a different interview somewhere. Um, but yeah, where you know he he isn't really thinking about the future right now. He'll make that decision at the end of the year. Doesn't know if he's gonna, you know, it's certainly a possibility he retires, but maybe he plays next year. Maybe he plays three more years. He hasn't really given it a ton of thought at this point uh, because he's just committed that much to this season. Mm, okay. Doesn't want to get lost in what happens. Does it mean to say, I think everybody wants him not to pass the physical. I don't think it's mean. Like whatever they say. Yeah. So if he's got broken ribs, like I can't imagine he's going to play. I mean, I know quarterbacks, I'm pretty sure Tony Romo's played with broken ribs in the past. Quarterbacks have done it, but if he's in pain and his ribs are broken, he couldn't turn his torso. That's kind of important for the position. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and see if he if he checks out. It seems to me it's more about the ribs than it is the thumb. Yes, without a doubt, as far as if he gets the okay. If he's going to play next week against Chicago. Yeah. But seems like he is expecting to play right. based on the way he answered those questions, based on the tone in which he answered those questions. We'll see what Jason Wilde has to say, see what he thinks about that. I'd like as him a to possibility. take a week off. I, I just I care about him. I think... I think he needs a week to rest those ribs. Still have to go over our drive of the game, our difference-making player of the game. It's all still to come here on the Green Bay Game Day post-game show on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. More of Green Bay Game Day post-game coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Your key to inside the numbers, inside the hash marks, and inside the locker room. All Packers, all the time. Packers reporter Jason Wilde is on Green Bay Game Day Postgame. Brought to you by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com to nominate an active duty service member or military veteran for recognition this season.
He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wilde. Always joins us here in the Green Bay Game Day Post Game Do we show. tell him the number to see if he knows the number? Do you think he'll know the number? The historic number of the game. Do you think Jason will know it? Jason, you know the historic number for tonight's game? I do not. Well, well how about if we go 363? Does anything come to mind? Yeah, that's how many yards the Philadelphia Eagles ran for today. Yep. Uh, it's the eighth most in the Super Bowl era, in case you were curious, Jason. It will be the new nickname for the soon-to-depart defensive coordinator. Is that the most the Packers have ever given up in a game? Uh, no, most since 1977. When uh, Walter put them for 209 no. and they went to 375 and lost, uh, I think it was 26 nothing to the Bears, Bob Avellini, four for six for 54 yards is all they needed to crush the Packers, so... Um, yeah. Pretty sure Homer just made up half those names other than Walter Payton. Yeah, possibly. But, uh, yeah, 363 will Bob be how every, Yep. Everybody will that remember, that's Barry. A, that's a pasta dish that I got last weekend with my wife. Too. But, no, it, it, when you ask anybody to remember the Joe Barry era, 363 is coming up first. Hmm. Will, he get fired be, will he get fired this week? No. Oh. I don't think so. Okay. He embarrassed. Uh, I mean, he embarrassed, right? This but he's, he's not coming He's not coming back in 23, correct? I don't think so. Yeah. It's a tough sell. Uh, <laughs> look, the, 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 like, I don't mean to be – I'm not really a big Joe Barry defender per se, but, like, their tackling is so bad. But doesn't that come back like, to him? Doesn't isn't that how he sets up practice or he sets up different things or does that go all the way to the top to Lafleur? Might go all the way to the top to Goody. I mean, you 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 drafted a guy who Darnell Savage and then gave him the fifth year option that you bench today. Like you know, it gets lost in the shuffle because he suffers the foot injury. And there were so many other things that happened with Rodgers going out and Jordan Love playing and. 363 rushing yards and everything else. But the fact of the matter is, is that you, you not only drafted him in the first round, but you gave him the fifth year option. And by, you know, week 12 of his fourth season, after giving him the fifth year option and 7.3 million guaranteed, uh, you saw fit to demote him to play, not even in the nickel in the dime. Yeah. They really benched him. He didn't start. He didn't, uh, playing the nickel, like they started in nickel. So he was on the bench, and Keyshawn Nixon and Rudy Ford were on the field. Um, that tells you where they think he's at. And, you know, he is, uh, and not certainly alone, but he is the most egregious tackle misser that they have. And they benched him. And so, you know, th- look, the – you can't go into a game deciding that you are going to spy Jalen Hurts, and then on the first third down of the game, Jalen Hurts is facing third and ten. You have the play defended, and your first-round draft pick whiffs on Jalen Hurts when he's one-on-one with him. Like, uh, you know, that's – again, I am not a Joe Barry – apologist by any stretch, but Quay Walker has been given the responsibility 
of spying a running quarterback who you know is going to run on you, you have third and ten. You can get off the field on the opening drive and set the tone, and instead he runs by you. And not only him, not only does he run by Quay Walker, but among the people he runs by, beyond Adrian Amos, is Darnell Savage, who suffers the injury on the play because he overran the tackle. He was the third missed tackle on that play. You're right. Yep. I mean, I you know, again, uh, are there plenty of things to criticize Joe Barry for? Absolutely. And I am not letting him off the hook in any way. But uh, to some degree, we at least have to acknowledge that uh, they clearly, you know, and we are part of it because, I mean, I, I just, I, you know, I gave people the hardest time on every show we have about, um, you know, having Mina Kimes and Mina telling everybody that they, they're going to be the number two defense in the league. Like, we we all, to varying degrees, some of us more than others, completely overvalued the talent on their defense. And so while Joe Barry is part of the problem, he is not the singular problem. And there is clearly a personnel problem that leads to giving up 363 rushing yards. Let's move on to the quarterback. And I feel this question doesn't have the weight that it did at the beginning of this show after listening to Aaron Rodgers talk about how he plans on playing against the Chicago Bears next Sunday, assuming he passes all the physical hurdles he needs to tomorrow, and that all checks out. But I still want to ask you this question, Jason, because it's how I started after Tausch's opening statement. Asked Tausch, asked Homer. Is tonight the last we see of A, Aaron Rodgers in 2022? And if that answer is yes, is it the last time we see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay Packer uniform? Yeah, I think the answer is no to both. I mean, I, I don't, I don't. Do you, do you feel like your answer to that question has changed since you heard from him post game? Yes, I was coming into the start of the post game, and actually coming into the game, Jason, with the story that Ian Rappaport had about Aaron Rodgers' thumb being um, a worse a injury factor. Yeah, yeah it, 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 yeah. it kind of seemed like that was setting the table of. After they, if if they lost tonight, which they then did, forty to thirty three, that Aaron Rodgers would be placed on IR. Now, I still think that he comes back next year. I don't think he's going out like this. So, my answer to that question, Jason, at the beginning of the show was, "That's it for him this season. He's going to go on IR tomorrow, but he'll be back in twenty three. But after hearing him in his post game presser, I think he's playing next week. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I, I just, I don't. You know, we we spent a lot of time. I know I talked to Homer about this this morning on Sunday Karma too. Like they just this this not this is not how it works. Okay, players, especially Hall of Fame players uh, like Rogers, uh, and extremely prideful players, which Rogers definitely is. Um, he did say, I will give him this. He did say after a couple of questions about his injuries. Uh, that if they are mathematically eliminated, that then there have to be some conversations and that he is open to listening to those conversations. Um, but I still don't believe he'll actually agree to sit. Now, the the problem with this is there is the uncertainty, and he you know, said, I think it was Matt Steinman that asked him to confirm it, but uh, he essentially said that 
he still has not made up his mind about playing next year. I, I is that the I first time he'd he say was, that he'd said he said that? No, or? he's okay. No, because I, I, I asked him, I asked him about you know when when Dobbs was playing really well before Watson went on this six touchdowns in three games binge, but I had asked him, you know, is there part of you that would like to keep playing next year. So you, you, you've dealt with all these growing pains and all the frustrations of all these guys. Don't you want to reap the benefits of playing with them once they know what the hell they're doing? And he said, yes, but then he said, you know, I'm still going to take the process and whatever else. I I don't see him ending on this note, especially since, you know, we are seeing that Christian Watson uh, is capable of being very special. Uh, and we saw a lot of Dobbs that makes us think that he has the potential to be pretty darn good too. Um, again, uh, not to beat the dead horse, but if you don't screw things up with Devontae Adams, you still could have drafted both those guys, and you could have Aaron Rodgers play for another four years. So I'm guessing those guys, they keep ascending, and Adams kept playing at the level he's been playing at. Uh, you'd be on the verge of having another one of those Sports Illustrated covers like you had in 2011. So um, the, I, I just I have a very, very hard time, even if they're out of playoff contention, of picturing Rodgers saying, okay, uh, that's our, I'll sit, that's fine, if that's what you guys want me to do. I, just, I think he's being polite, but I think he will probably fight them and say, look, you guys want me back here next year. I need to play. I'm not. I'm not shutting down. Yeah, and if he says that, I go fine. I call his bluff. Call, call his bluff. What do you mean? Call well, I don't know. Bluff? What, what's he's threatening? What? No, we, we we're, we're mathematically eliminated. That we need to see this kid play for the benefits that it provides for the team, and that's what we're going to do. What's he going to do? Well, they can certainly do that. Yeah. Why wouldn't? Here's they? my question. Here's my question. If you play him. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, and and let's not let's make sure that we don't downgrade his performance uh, tonight, uh, just because you know Christian Watson, uh, by Jordan Love's own admission, did most of the work on the yeah. touchdown and all the other stuff, because Greg Jennings, quite frankly, did most of the work on Aaron Rodgers' first touchdown pass. Yeah, Jordan Love looked game. fine. I don't. Is anybody going to say so, anything less? Well, no, but my point is, is that. Uh, even if you even if you give the most positive interpretation of his performance and say that he looked awesome, that doesn't mean that if he played next week against the Bears, he might not look like garbage. Sure. Like, uh, and, and so, you know, are you if you're the Packers, how much do you follow? And I don't even know if you yourself still follow this, given how you've assessed some young players of late. Um, but do you follow the old Homer rule of, you know, don't judge a young player based on what he does when he's bad, but judge him based on what he does when he's good. Um, well, I, I'm going to judge it on getting a chance to watch him play as much him? as possible because there's no reason to play George, or Aaron Rodgers after you're mathematically eliminated, and they're really close to that. And, well, now, wait a minute, because there's all kinds of teams that play guys that are – I mean, you play guys after you're mathematically eliminated – because you are paying them. Fine. Like, it's not like, like, I understand that this is a foreign concept for us because this has so rarely happened in these parts. But teams play their players 
when they're mathematically eliminated all the time. Of course, yes. We're just not used to the Packers being mathematically eliminated, which they still aren't, of course. But, like, even in, you know, 2018, it wasn't like they said, okay, well, we're mathematically eliminated, so, you know, let's start playing Tim Boyle. No, because there's benefit to determine what you're going to do with Jordan Love. They they didn't do it with Brett in 05. Right. This is and a different situation. You, you guys agree it's a different situation. I I do, but what okay. I'm saying is, is just because it's a different situation doesn't mean they're going to approach it vastly differently than all the other ways that ha- this kind of stuff has been approached in the past or how other teams approach it. Like, again, there are teams, you know, like, I don't know, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they won today, and they're going to play Sam Darnold next week. Now, Sam Darnold is not the young, uh, P.J. I'm blanking on his last name. P.J. Walker? Walker. Yeah. How, how many I mean, situations involve a veteran quarterback who won't even tell you he's coming back the following year? Well, right. But 2005. Gabe just said. Gabe just said, exactly, 2005. But, but again, it's not like it, it's not like Indianapolis where you've already decided you don't want Matt Ryan back, although Matt Ryan's back to playing now, right? Right, correct. Um, I, I mean, I, again, I from the outsider perspective, for those of us that are curious and want to see more, I do think that there are completely reasonable arguments by us laymen that you should play Jordan Love and find out what you have. Totally agree. I'm not disagreeing with any of your logic or anything. But that's just not how these guys approach it, and especially that's not how Rodgers is going to want to approach it. I mean, and and I understand it's not our money, but if you're paying the guy $59 million, it doesn't matter if you're in contention or not. You know, you kind of said this guy's your guy, even if you want to find out more about Jordan. Look, I don't. I would be surprised if they give him the fifth-year option. Like, even if, let's say Rodgers gets shut down and, and they have concerns about something and they, they don't play him next week and then they lose to the Bears with Jordan at quarterback and they have the bye week and by the time they come back from the bye week, they're down to like a 0.5% chance of making the playoffs. Like, let's say they play Love the final five games. Um, is he going to play well enough to make them say, yeah, we're going to give him the 19 19- Point seven million dollar fifth year option, uh, and see, you know, in case he's going to be their uh, starter in twenty twenty four, even if Rogers comes back next year, I, I guess they might. But no, you can't do it. My, I, I don't think they're. I don't think he would have to be like he would have to take over and win five straight games and have them make the stinking playoffs for me to say, hmm, I guess they're. Uh, they're gonna pick up the fifth-year option. I just no. I, I would I would agree I with you if, they, if they've already decided with the future of them of Jordan Love, then then there's no reason to play him. I I would agree with that I'm not gonna argue with that. Then there's got to well, be a benefit that the team believes in playing him. Yeah, and and maybe they maybe they do. I again I don't know, but you know I, I just I, I just don't see them viewing this as because there's all kind again. There's all kinds of teams that are eliminated from playoff contention, but and we're just so unfamiliar with this. But the bottom line is, 
you pay these guys to play, even if your team sucks. And I understand the the reasoning and the desire to find out more about Jordan Love, but you know they chose and and Tausch and I and many others supported it. They chose to go, you know take Rogers till the wheels fell off, and while the wheels haven't fallen off, he definitely uh, his vehicle has been in a uh, in an accident that requires a lot of body work. Well, then will we find out what they think of Love by what they decide to do? They Well, they already told you what they think of Love, Homer. They signed Aaron Rodgers to a three-year contract extension. Right. That's what they think of Jordan Love. You're not wrong. But, again, they also picked up the fifth-year option on uh, Darnell Savage and then benched him tonight. So <laughs> who knows what they're thinking. Also a great point, Jason. We look forward to hearing more of your insight about this tomorrow morning. Will the Intouch starts at 9 a.m. on ESPN Wisconsin. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. Jason Wilde always joins us here on Green Bay Game Day Post Game Show. Still have to get to our difference-making player of the game and our drive of the game all still to come on the Green Bay Game Day Post Game Show, which is brought to you by America's favorite light logger since 1982. Of course, I'm talking about Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. This is Green Bay Game Day postgame. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, clean, and crisp tasting. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. A lot of interesting conversations to be had coming out of the 42-33 loss for the Packers, now 4-8. and eight. Who knows if Aaron Rodgers is going to play? What does that mean for Jordan Love? All these conversations going to be happening throughout the stations that you love to listen to here on the Tundra Trio Radio Network, whether that's 100.5 ESPN Madison, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee, or 620 WTMJ. But right now, we've got to get to our drive of the game. Which drive set the tone for the final score? The march down the field that made the difference. Rodgers... It's time for the drive of the game. Presented by Boucher Automotive Group. They ride with you every mile. Visit them today at Boucher.com. These are always interesting after you lose a game. So what do you have as the drive of the game, Homer? Well, the drives were when the Packers are doing great and they're down 13 and they come back, it's 20 all. They get three and out for Philadelphia and then the Packers punt. And then Philadelphia gets a touchdown. And then the Packers get the ball, their first possession in the second half, and it's three and out. Even when they're good, even when it's going well, they still find some way to screw it up. Like, you know, you wouldn't want to be ahead, and Philadelphia hadn't stopped you at all. You'd shown great character coming back. The defense actually did something. Three and out, and you punt. You can't, and, and again, all right, no problem. Okay, so now the defense gives up. This is this is complimentary 
bad football. <laughs> That's what they – I want to give Tausch to use this. This is complimentary bad football. And then you think, all right, but they get the ball to start the second half. They can score there, and they go three and out. Uh, I guess I'll go with drive of the game just because you can just... pick the last drive too if you want, where they couldn't stop him even though they knew they were running. Yeah, I, I was going to go with the drive before that where they kicked the field goal to make it forty to thirty. Yeah, just because my excitement over the Jordan Love touchdown pass to Christian Watson was almost immediately. You know, you're going, oh man. Yeah, and and in the highlight that we played earlier tonight, Mike Tirico goes, and it's a one score game. Like, oh man. Is Jordan Love going to get an opportunity? And with watching all the other games today, there were a couple of opportunities where the the Chargers did it, where they scored late and went for 2-1 the game. Same thing happened with the Jacksonville game as they came from behind against the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm thinking, oh, man. And I want to give you the play on the drive. It was third and four at the 15. He rolled out. He, I believe, could easily have made the first down on a run. And he didn't. He threw the pass, and that was incomplete. And then they kicked the field goal on fourth down. Did yeah, you well, remember that play? Did you think that? I mean, I, I thought he could have ran for it, but yeah, I, I, I okay. didn't. Mind, I didn't mind him taking the shot. I'm All more right. talking about thinking, oh man, they might actually. Have, and then I realized that the Packers defense had to get out on the field <laughs> and make a stop, and that just forget well, that. Yeah, that just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, they were in the process of getting from 320 to 363. Yeah, can't deny him that chance. I mean, they did hold him to a 54 yard field goal attempt. Which, I mean, it was the, the only hope was that he was going to miss that, right? Like, and he made it, and right. that essentially and, the and game was over. And you're like me going that this year. Other years they would have missed it. This year, yep. no, he's going to no, make he's it. making that. Yeah. Even though he missed the extra point earlier. Yes. Packers fall 40-33 to the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. Fall to 4-8 and eight on the season. Green Bay Game Day postgame is brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Enjoy Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. We wrap up the show. Coming up next. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Green Bay Game Day postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, clean, and crisp tasting on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Who had the biggest impact in today's game? End zone, wide open, touchdown, Jones. Packers on top. It's time for the difference-making player of the game. Rodgers comes back to the other side towards Lazard, who's got it! Touchdown, Packers! Presented by Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. Start at AnnexWealth.com. Homer, who you got? Difference-making player of the game. Packers fall to the Eagles, 40-33. to How many weeks in a row can Mr. Watson win it? As many as you want. There are no rules to this. No, there's no. Know. There's a, the the only voter fatigue is your you. You're the lone voter for your reward. Well, then then it's <laughs> as easy as it has been in the past. They're uh, 17 point offense. He scored what six touchdowns now, and he uh, every time he does something, it's been done only by uh, Randy Moss or Max McGee or who was the other Hall of Famer that it was. Uh, um, James, Lofton. James Lofton, and I assume that we're going to probably add some other to that list, given another uh, over 100 yards, long pass, uh, touchdown, and he, he is nobody's caught him. 
No, no, he's got special speed. No. He's got special speed. I'm going with Keyshawn Nixon because I didn't realize it was legal uh, for the Packers was to this return crazy a kick man over award? 50 yards. The man is crazy. Well, so for especially for the night to start the way it did for him yeah. and for him to bring drop the ball, bring it out of the end zone and be tackled inside the 10, you're going, "Oh boy." And then he still averages 34 yes. yards per kick return and has a couple of really good ones. Good for him. Yeah, he's got stones the size of Texas. Because <laughs> he's not good enough to be able to act that way. Yeah. But he doesn't care. Yeah, he might be a good enough kick returner. Who knows, Homer? That'll do it for us here on the Green Bay Game Day post-game show. Still plenty to react tomorrow. Make sure you check it out, ESPN Wisconsin, or on News Radio 620 WTMJ. He's Homer. I'm Gabe. We'll talk to you next week after the Bears game on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.